This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. to one and all. Taz and the Moose with you. Taz, vacation does continue. Bogus sitting in. Drop my phone. There you go. Well, Did not crack. That's why I forgot the OtterBox case, uh, which is fantastic. Thank you. Mike and Pete across the way. Bogish in with me. He's got your updates as well. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. That's your number to call as we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocky Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. And CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Pilati is now a happy man. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Oh, he's happy because he read all your business Correct. stuff. Correct. Yes. Okay, I got confused. Like, hey, what right. did I miss? That's it. And Pete's never happy. He's you don't necessarily have to explain that. it, but yes. Thank you, Andrew. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I just don't like being confused. And no, I was that's all right. I could have cleared that up during the break. Uh, welcome to Friday. It's officially is Friday. It? Yes, it is. All right. We made and you, it. You and I are three hours away from a little vacation next week, which is and great. The only bad thing about being on vacation next week is it extends our absence without Taz. Uh, that, yeah, is true. Very good point. You know? Good way to look at it. We made it through this week. Yes. But we don't get I'm sure to you'll, see when him you're on down Monday. in Ocean City, I think you'll be okay next week. For don't, my... don't say which Ocean City. It could be New Jersey. It could be Maryland. I don't think anyone's I don't want, you down. I don't want to know where I am, week. just in case. I, I have a hard time believing anybody's going to hop in the car and try and hunt you down somewhere in Ocean City, uh, New Jersey next week. Well, there it is. <laughs> What? Plans canceled. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> what, Enjoy your week. Yes, that's it. Ryan Pilates sending his guys. <laughs> you don't uh, we think got... We Over Nation spreads uh, to southern New Jersey? I think it spreads all over the place. Okay, so I'd say, I just don't think they're going to hunt you down. I think they've got some other things on their mind. That's all. No? Uh, I guess not. If there's a good SummerSlam party... Sunday uh, night around Ocean Sunday City, night. New Jersey, let me know. There you go. Well, enjoy your vacation. we got a lot of things to get into over the course of the next three hours. We're going to talk a little SummerSlam WWE. Brian Alvarez, he's got a book out. Uh, 100 Things WWE Fans Should uh, Know and Do Before They Die. So we'll chat with Brian coming up your way. Uh, bottom of the third hour, so around 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, we're going to talk to Mark Herzlick, former Giants linebacker, former Boston College star, uh, he's going to join us, talk a little NFL and, and college football with him. Uh, he's going to join us at the top of the third and final hour. So an action-packed show. We've got the three. We'll go around training camps as well. Uh, and that's where we begin as we saw preseason action last night with a bevy of games across the NFL landscape across the country. And uh, I guess you start in New York because, I mean, I think the the reactions are to a lot of the you know, initial rookie quarterback debuts, whether it be Kyler Murray in Arizona um, as the Cardinals took on the Chargers, whether it be the Giants taking on the Jets. And you look at the Giants and, and Daniel Jones, who Giant fans booed when they selected him sixth overall, the quarterback coming out of Duke. 
uh, that many people questioned what Dave Gettleman was doing. I mean, it's his first preseason game, but, I mean, Daniel Jones looked very, very good uh, last night for the Giants. Five of five, 67 yards, hitting guys on the run, putting it exactly where they needed to go. A beautiful touchdown pass into the back right corner as well, over the outstretched arms of one the safety and uh, uh, eluding the cornerback as well. As he hit, uh, as he hit Benny Fowler for the touchdown, um, I thought Jones. Now it's preseason football. We're not going to overreact to preseason football. We're not, uh, but the Giants are. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> they were pretty smug last night post game. Well, I mean, they. Well, I mean, well, first off, they've been attacked. I mean, you know, they've been basically <laughs> attacked and painted as morons for taking a quarterback with the sixth overall pick. So, I mean, if they want to puff their chest out based on the way that Daniel Jones played last night. I don't I don't mind that. I mean, because if it was the other way around and, and Daniel Jones looked absolutely lost and was one of six for seven yards and and two interceptions, uh it, you would think that the the world would come crashing down and the Giants would be getting ripped in left and right for the for the selection. Uh Eli Manning did get booed. <laughs> well the <laughs> offense got the, booed. Yeah, the offense got booed the for their opening drive. But I mean listen it wasn't specific to Eli. I understand why the Giants um, you know, wanna pump up Daniel Jones, and he certainly looked good, but it's one series in a preseason game against the Jets, who were not playing their top, every single top defender, and then I got Pat Shermer after the game talking as if Daniel Jones just won his third consecutive Super Bowl, so I mean, I, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a way to laud him and talk about how we played last night and not be like, ugh, you idiots. I told you he was good. He was good for five, for one drive in a preseason game. Like, can we get a regular season four-quarter performance in before we start telling everybody how much we were idiots on the outside for debating the, the pick of Daniel Jones at number six? Well, let's listen to Pat Shermer. Here he is. Got all completions and got us in the end zone, so that's that was a very um, effective drive. So, did a good job. He had a couple mistakes in there that I'm, we'll clean up, but I guess to the naked eye, uh, it was a good job. Yeah, I mean, no, that's not the that's not the snarky one. I got I, I, no, I well, I got the snarky the, one here. Snarky we have that. One. You got to say it's a pretty good job, you know. And he's been checking off the boxes as we went along, and it seems to be surprising to people outside our building. <laughs> it's not to us. Yeah. Slow it down. Just well, slow it down a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Why does he need to slow it down? Because it's one preseason game. No, no. It, he's talking about the fact of practice and the preseason game. Again, and that's fine. It's practice and a preseason game. Can we can we get get to a regular season game? Um, maybe even more than one regular season game of him playing well before you start poo-pooing everybody who didn't agree with your pick. Even Carl Banks on TV last night opened up the broadcast, and I love Carl. He might be in the building later on. Carl was taking shots of people for debating Daniel Jones. And, I mean, Daniel Jones may end up being a good well, quarterback. But in the moment of that night uh, in April, whatever, it was a questionable decision at number six to take Daniel Jones. And those questions have not, not been if, answered in not, either direction. Not if you believe he's the franchise quarterback, it's not. Well, right, but if, mean, you, if you erroneously if, believe that, it's a problem. Well, we just but, don't know. Uh, either way, we don't know no, the no, answer. but hold on a second. Uh, you know, you, you don't know definitively one way or the other. Right. You don't. But so, when, so he maybe, plays, when he plays well, if you want to be a proud papa, so be it. You got to eat it. 
I mean, the, those that rip the pick have got to eat it. I no, didn't love I don't the pick have to, I don't have with to the eat sixth it. overall pick. You you can do whatever the hell you want to do, but I'm just telling you that's the message to everybody else that was ripping the pick. Uh, is basically you know uh, you know uh, pound sand because that's what the Giants are basically doing. They're the circle in the wagons around their rookie quarterback. Uh, he played well last night, and if they want to tell you how he played well and they want to be a little snooty about it, I don't mind it because if it was the other way around, they'd be getting ripped to the eye Evans. Right, but if it was the other way around and I was sitting here this morning going, Ugh, I told you so, then you should be yelling at me that it was a preseason no, game be, and I shouldn't be no, getting carried away. No, because I've seen quarterbacks. I've seen, I think you can make an initial diagnosis on a quarterback whether they have it or not based on the presence on the field, regardless of whether or not they're completing passes. I mean, Daniel Jones could put the ball in the hands of receivers last night and they could drop it and he could end up going two of five for, you know, for 25 yards and be out of the game. You know, they caught the football. He was 5 of 5 for 67 yards and a touchdown. But I also think that there's a, a thing called presence and command. And what you saw from Daniel Jones is, you know what, for a preseason game, I know it's not regular season football, but for a preseason game, the speed of the game did not look too much for him, which I think is a positive sign. Yeah, no. I thought he looked good last night. I thought he looked like a quarterback. That should have been a first-round pick. I think he looked like a quarterback that could play in this National Football League. And I've seen guys early on, after being first-round draft choices in preseason, in their initial preseason, that look completely and utterly lost. That after that preseason game, you said to yourself, "All right, I question whether or not that guy can play." And more often than that, that guy couldn't play. And I don't, I don't disagree with that assessment of the way he looked last night. He looked the part. There's, there's no doubt about that. I just don't think that five completions in the first preseason game. And we might have, and he didn't, he was supposed to, I think, technically play more, or at least he wanted to. But then after that first drive, they had an hour long weather delay, and he right. didn't return Light, from that. Area, yeah. So I don't, Rain. so who knows what that second series, he might have ended up being eight for eight or five for 10. My point is, he played well last night. It proves nothing yet, though, about what he's going to be. If he has to be the Giants' starting quarterback at some point this year or, or next year, right, when you think if, it's happening. If you flip the script. If you flip the script, the Giants were criticized for making a selection yeah. when nobody had ever seen him play on the NFL field. Right, which is what we always do with every so, single. So, but draft now, pick. no, no. But when the so when the Giants when you see him play uh, preseason football and he plays well, the same critics that ripped the Giants from making the pick with the sixth overall pick, now the Giants have something to lean on. In terms of why they selected him sixth overall, yeah, but it's still not a lot to lean on. So, like so the first, the so first I can criticize an unproven commodity, but I can't praise an unproven commodity. No, I mean, like, I, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here. I'm going to have fun with Dwayne Haskins because he's your quarterback. But I'm not going to say Dwayne Haskins can't play. Thank God they didn't take him because he threw two picks last night. It's a it's a preseason game. It's the very first one. No, no, but you're not so, getting my point. My point is is that you you want to you want to say okay, he's still unproven, and I agree with you. It's it's preseason football. It's not regular season football. But the way that Jones was criticized as being an unproven commodity with the sixth overall pick, that was okay. But when the Giants praise him, and he's an unproven commodity, that's not okay. I think that at least my criticism. Of the Giants that day of the draft was that value wise he wasn't this worth the sixth pick, and now they would not in my eyes they had the gamble then of waiting and seeing what's happening when their turn came back around they could have taken somebody else there and still found Daniel Jones later on there's there's a, a question that we can never answer whether he would have been there again later on in the first round so like but that it it was more like 
And I liked Haskins better. The idea of Dwayne Haskins better. And it's all, we're all guessing because both of them, for different reasons, were unknowns. Haskins had limited experience. Jones didn't play with top-tier talent around him. None of them are perfect. None of them are you know, guaranteed prospects like Andrew Luck once was, like uh, Trevor Lawrence will be when he's in this draft from Clemson in a couple of years. So you're, they're all wild cards. My, my point is, last night doesn't prove anything in either direction, unless he went out there and passed out because he was overwhelmed by the situation, which is what we said about Kyler Murray going into all the action last night. Yeah. There's only so much you can take out of that. So he played well last night, assessed that he played well. I just don't need smug Pat Shermer going, ha-ha, I told you so, because Pat Shermer's not going to stand up there if Daniel Jones had thrown three picks last night but and goes, message, well, you guys were right, so but our that, bad. But that message is, is not for you. That message is not for Dan, the Daniel Jones critic. No, it's that, for Daniel Jones. Correct. Right. So, I mean, understand for where it's from. Don't be offended that Pat Shermer is getting smug last night or trying to rub it in people's faces because Daniel Jones has been ripped to the high heaven and has done nothing wrong. I mean, and he obviously has the respect of his teammates. Look at the response by the offensive line after he threw the touchdown pass last night, which was, a, a, you know, he put it exactly where he needed to go as Fowler got his feet down for the touchdown in the right corner of the end zone. I mean, I've got no issue. And I didn't love the pick at the sixth overall selection. And it's not a reach if you believe he's a franchise quarterback. Regardless of value, regardless of where he's sitting, if he's a guy that's going to lead, if you believed when you went through the draft process that he was going to lead your organization for the next 10 or 12 years and is going to be a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback, regardless of the dopey ranking, Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 